When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. Watched a little CMT awards last. CMA awards. Sorry, Sorry about, about that. that. I had that country music awards show on last night. Got myself all fired up about them country music awards, buddy. Woo! Doggy, they make some music over there, don't You're they? You're eventually going to swing around. It's going to happen. Yeah, well, if I get hit head hard enough, I'll swing around. you got to smash me in the face with the front end of a Peterbilt. Wrangler's right around the corner. Yeah, you foot. Start looking like your dad, then. Let's start wearing them cowboy hats out there in big city. I guess I just miss skipping stones and throwing poles. I'm making up my own words. I, can, I, I told my friend Marty last night, who's now going to be Luke Lucas, and I'm going to ghostwrite 103,000 country songs. Last night I told Marty, I said, watch this. Before uh, the next hour is up, I'll knock out six country music songs. You put it to music, you're going to be the biggest star. You're going to win country music awards next year. I wrote 12 country music songs last night in about an hour and ten minutes. Five or six of them are great. I guarantee you this album has eight number one country songs on it before you, it's all done. Are you it's having easy. breakfast with anyone? Breakfast with Prince? Yeah. No, that's not country music. I don't know what Brad Perry was doing. Neither does he. That's, yeah, that's, he's doing a Louis Armstrong impression over uh, Lifehouse music. I'm not sure exactly where he's going with that thing. That's Eagle Eye Cherry and Brad Perry got together. and Eagle Eye Perry would call him. But no, I, I, wrote, I wrote probably... Uh, concept 12 songs 10 pretty fully written and then uh d- pr- pretty great stuff one's called i'm an american it's easy it's the easy it is it is for stupid and i mean stupid people a couple times when i was flipping back from like what karaoke show is this i'm like oh no he's nominated for like eight awards this guy 
And he's he's up there just going, and then my boots fell off and I went into the pond. And I'm like, well, who wrote this nonsense? This is the easiest thing in the world. I always said that you had to have an IQ of 90 or lower to like country music. I was wrong. It's about 65. <laughs> 65 or below. I mean, you do need a, a government helper to like Miranda Lambert. She is one fine piece of material, friend. <laughs> I don't know she's not. She had to protect one of her boobs from flopping out. She won an award for most obnoxious country singer, which is really hard to do. And uh, she, one of them fell out, and while she's doing that, she's tugging on the front of her dress because her her hooey's about to come out too. So like that. that bottom line is Miranda. That dress trying to keep Blake. You know Blake, what you're yeah. missing. It's what you're missing, big boy. Well, it looks like he's saved quite a lot of money on. Uh, you know, Route 44 milkshakes, too, because it's popping out. By the way, Miranda, almost popped the out. dress didn't fit. That's it. All you need to know. Tell you what, that dress looked better on my floor than it would on her. Yahoo! <laughs> Blake definitely upgraded. Oh, Blake wildly upgraded yeah. and got somebody who can sing something. Yikes. Jesus. Well, that country music, I just don't get it. And I laughed like a thousand times last night, every single Every single song that you could laugh at publicly. This would start a country music Mensa meeting. Did it this get is, song of the year? This is a song that's got some smarts in it compared to what I was listening to. Some dude singing about Oreo shakes last night. You're going to take it in to get me an Oreo shake. Oh, my God. And then they pander so hard. They had a, a you know African-American host. They, they Nelly was there. They, uh, they had... Uh, Gail King talking about diversity. The Queer Eye for the Straight Guys came out. Uh, it was like, we like gays and blacks. I don't know what this reputation is in there. Look, get up there, blacks. We hired you to do something. to do it. Show me your dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at the size of that. Then just don't touch the women. That's all we ask there. <laughs> love you on Grey's Anatomy or whatever the hell you do. Not on Grey's Anatomy, man. Well, we love you either way. Now get on out there. and Everybody's named Luke something or other. <laughs> yeah, the producer is getting the... We need to, uh, let's get a presentation. Let's get some of those fairies out there <laughs> yeah. and present one We of those. need queers. Queers, stat. When people saying we don't like queers now, bring on them queer eyes. The Cleavon Little didn't show up. Where are all the white women <laughs> That's at? exactly what it was like. <laughs> I actually said that. I'm like, my God. They, they hired Sheriff Little to come in and do this thing because it's, it was horrible. I loved every second of it. I could hate watch country music awards like crazy. If I hear the word holler again, uh, it's not too soon. I need to hear holler more. Down in the holler. <laughs> That's where I got hit in the head. Yeah, I wrote a song about a guy breaking into the house. And the wife wakes the guy up and breaks into the house. And in Brandon's America, he may think everything that's mine is his. And in a way, he's right, Brady, because he's leaving this house with a little souvenir. A bullet from my AR-15. <laughs> and shoot and kill the guy who breaks into his house. I got him with my ghost gun. <laughs> no, no, my ghost gun might not be a bad song. Pry it from my cold, dead hands and you'll have you a ghost gun. <laughs> it's the stupidest stuff ever. And it's the easiest music to write. You hate big cities. You love God. You love guns. You fish. Living in hollers. You, you got hollers. You skip stones. It's just it's what you do with your time. It's hilarious. It was so bad. I was giggling all night. I mean, I literally, I have a list. This, this, uh, all my notes on my phone are country music songs right now. Everything you see from here down, Brady. You're on a mission. All of that. 
is country music songs. A whole thing. I just went on and on and on and on and on. Because I couldn't believe it. I'm like, well, why am I why am I not doing this? This is it, it, you don't have to have a brain in your head. You just need a friend who can play guitar. I'm not gonna sing any of it. And you just have to have a voice sounds like you're being choked to death. That's it. Crawl, get the band together. We're gonna sing us some songs tonight. And get the stones and start skipping them across the pond. <laughs> like Dwight Yoakam. Dwight Yoakam, yeah. Get that retard out of here. Go get your guitar. <laughs> That's it. That's all you got to do. Don't you looking at me like that, boy? That's it. And it's the stupidest thing ever. But and then you know, and then Carrie Underwood comes out, and I'm like, what are you doing with these people? Like she's a beauty queen in normal times. There, it's just unusually. That's why she gets bad. awards every year. Didn't even put any music out. Yeah, <laughs> she won like best song of the year with Jason Aldean. I didn't want to say I'm over make myself a proud brown. I'm proud of that girl right here. She picked the best partner I got. What Jason just said was that he's proud of me. Yeah, right, 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 right there. I made that real clear right there. I want to just thank all y'all. I've been in the game 17 years. I ain't want me never want one of these things here. It was like boom hour. He was. They're all boom hour. I want to thank the black host. I want to thank the homosexuals. I want to thank everybody coming up here. We're going to have us a ruckus tonight in Nashville. I'm going to be the leader of it. It was terrible, and I laughed hysterically. Rock music has its flaws, but it, it really rejuvenated my love for for this. Because it's, I'll tell you what, as dopey and as weird as rock music's gotten in the last few years, it's still smarter than that. Like, there's a there's some sort of message involved. Occasionally, you'll run into a, you know. I mean, the Green Jelly would be considered smart in country music. Like, their Little Pig, Little Pig song, would yeah, yeah. Be like that would be like a real heady, thoughtful song. It's bad. Hilariously bad. I don't know who the dude was singing about Oreo shakes, but the whole crowd was singing along, and I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. Yeah, you mentioned Brandon's America. Boy, they love that. Can't do it last night, though, because they were trying to be all diverse. And my buddy Marty, he made a perfect point because he said, uh, it's a parody of what 1980s country used to be. They're in the outfits. They're parading around in the in the look. And they're just kind of almost making a joke about what they are. I think everybody's in on it. I think the audience is the only ones that don't know. All the people in country music are basically like me. It's like, this is easy. I'm just going to go fool these rubes into thinking I'm singing to them, take their money, and get the hell out of here. Boy, it's bad. And they have, like, uh, like pretty women in on it, which tells me that it is for dumb people because pretty women don't think. They don't have to. They never have <laughs> It's great, yeah. So good. For, uh, it, rap has just wildly surpassed country music on the list. On the country music, just dropped below reggae for me last night, and that's saying something because reggae is maybe the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. To the ears, it's the most offensive. I, hate I don't know reggae. how much uh, new reggae is coming out. Good, either. good. Yeah. You know what that means? That I've been right the whole time, and nobody wants it. It's just the. It's probably a constant in islands. They just don't know what else to do. But all the weedies all listen to that And weedies too. think they like it because it's part of the uniform that they wear. But man, oh man, that country music. Woo! Hilarious. Clogged up three hours of TV time. But hot chicks are, huh? Couple. I mean, they, they've got good ones. They've got some solid stuff, but... They definitely go out to the events. The porn awards, the AVNs, uh, have smarter people. <laughs> when they were up there giving, getting the awards and things, I'm like, yeah, the AVNs have better speeches, and at least they admit what they do is stupid. They'll go, up, go I just want to thank my mom and dad. They knew when I was a young girl that I would someday be standing on the stage holding 
an award for best anal scene. And I'm, I'm like, this is hilarious. That's funny. Good job, kid. That's, ra- that's wrapping your arms around what you do for a living. Show me your fish guy wants to make it seem like he's got something going on. I just want to thank the United States of America making it all possible. I'll tell the president to go F himself. His seven writers on yeah. the song. And, it, and there are. And that's the other part. It's, it takes five or six people to write one of these horrible country songs. Twelve. I had twelve last night. I'll have a hundred and I'll have hundred and fifty by week's end if I keep this up. And eight of them are eight. Guaranteed eight number one country smashes. Uh, four other songs on the album. Two will make you cry. Guaranteed. You should send them to some artists. No, no, no. Luke Lucas, that's my guy. Marty's going to play all these and go out and he's going to win CMAs, if not next year, the year after, just for production time and money. I would say we, if we can get it done by next year, he's going to win them by next year because by Christmas time he'll have. Luke Lucas is taking over the airwaves, Brady. He's got eight songs out right now, all of them just driving to be number one. I've got got the formula down, and I was dying laughing. Rock music's harder to write. I told Marty when I was talking to him, I'm like, why did you even start with the I want to be Eddie Van Halen thing? Learn that plunky, weird. He goes, oh, it's just, it's, he said, Nirvana plays more chords than country music. He says, two or three of them, clunk them out. And he goes, and then you put a slide on it, and it's like a, it's the same song. It's the same notes. And I'm like, yeah, this is, you're trying too hard with guitar solos and ridiculous loved it some fiddling every once in a while occasionally break out a fiddle they go bananas oh we're gonna have us a hoedown all right okay yeah just basically uh find a sixth grade education think about how far that's gone and talk to them like 12 year olds the whole audience is just a bunch of 12 you can appeal to them like 12 year olds they get excited about stuff that they still shouldn't be excited about metaphors just blow their mind and, uh, you know, anytime you mention that their country is, it's all right by me. I'm an American is going to be a smash hit. In the early 90s, when I was in Milwaukee, it was a country music station that I was working at. And even Tom Wopat got that, John. <laughs> he understood He went into country hillbillies. music, wrote a couple of songs, <laughs> and we had him out there. And uh, I remember knocking on the door with a young lady in the bathroom stall. Tom, you're on. <laughs> Hang on a little. He's banging away on one of them. Good on him, whoa, Pat. <laughs> I didn't even know his song that he did, but he toured around. Luke Duke taking it in the bathroom. I haven't got a cadence or a, a, a melody for this quite yet, but these lyrics are pretty solid. It's got a beer in a nervous bottle. Going to reach down, pull back my throttle. Ass on the couch looking for a cup of spit. Best thing about tomorrow, it's Saturday. I don't have to do all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com that's about a guy who's just had a tough day, tough week at work. Weekends Those are pretty here. harsh words there, John. Weekends here. I ain't going to You're going to be like <laughs> the two live crew of country. <laughs> Good. Oh, look, they cuss. They got a thing. They love it. And the crowd just goes bananas like it's the first time they've ever heard <laughs> before. 
Best thing about tomorrow is it's Saturday. I ain't gonna do <laughs> We don't have to do nothing? They'd scream that back at me so fast. Oh, Luke Lucas is going to be a monster. <laughs> I'm Luke Lucas. like to thank Luke Bryan for coming out here, Luke Johnson. Like <laughs> you to rip thank off. Luke's. Hello, I'm Luke Lucas. <laughs> How you doing, folks? I'm Luke Lucas. <laughs> We're really confusing. You know that Luke Lucas is the IQ of 153. Salutations, y'all. I'm Luke Lucas. Boom, boom, boom. He's a damn genius. <laughs> he said something to be. He got himself one of them books called the Thesaurus. I thought it was a magic box, but if you open it up, the pages tell you like one word has ten different words meaning the same thing. There's words in it's it. It's words inside them boxes. They's called books. His it's thesaurus amazing. Thesaurus is 147 million years old. He dug it up. He found us. Did you know dinosaurs had information inside their pages? This it's, here's a thesaurus. He's got a petrified thesaurus. It's unbelievable. Got all these magic ideas in there. You put in one word, it gives you ten more, and you could say the same thing with it. Let me get that thesaurus out and see if it makes us some dinner. It ain't work like that. They are dumb. Well, then, let's get this one out of the way. Right. Montana, Montana Silversmith just rolled out the world's this. largest belt buckle. <laughs> right. 14 feet but wide. Time out. I saw that, too. <laughs> okay, so it's a 14-foot belt buckle. Yeah. Is it a belt buckle? Or is it just a giant thing? A huge platter. If it doesn't go on a belt or around a waist, is it a belt buckle? Yeah. It's because uh, I could have been point. Yeah. <laughs> it's an incredible point because in order to be a belt buckle, you must first be on a belt. If those guys posing the silversmiths posing <laughs> in front of it, massive. If all four of them could just hook it on, right? Wear it, and then you got yourself a belt buckle. But until then, it's just a giant wall art. <laughs> Idiot! Now we- there's the. The real one. I, I would. I just love the idea that they said it ain't big enough. What do we look what, at that? They had a, the what, curtain. Roll it back. What are we doing? F- around with inches. We could be doing some feet, boys. That's my guess. Is they they went to make a, uh, like a fourteen inch belt buckle, and somebody did the Stonehenge thing from Spinal Tap and did feet Discount. instead of inches and made it. We made a goddamn gigantic belt buckle, boy. I think it might be a world record. I hope it's a world record, you dumb rubes. Who needs a 14-foot belt buckle? Why would anybody even take the time to make that? You're idiots. Made us a 14-foot belt buckle. For what? A gigantic pair of pants, I suppose. Look at this. I had to do it in four groups, Brady. Piece it together. <laughs> Look at this thing. And there are idiots who think that's cool. Now, that belt buckle that's would go in a belt that they modeled it after. Kind of an impressive belt buckle. But these dinner platters that some of these guys wear as belt buckles are hilarious. You want to talk about, you know, you go to a It's like winning the uh, the World Series poker bracelets, oh rings. You got you want to win those rodeo belt buckles. I just thought of a lyric for a country song. You ain't never seen a horse parked outside of a shrink's office. 
Oh, man, that is gold. So you deep. Want, to, want us to fill time while you write that down? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, know. you guys fill up. Right? That genus is out of the game. I tell you what. You ain't never seen a Pinto parked outside of shrink's office. Good old boys don't need no help when it comes to thinking. <laughs> Moron. I don't, what, I don't know what's worse TV, that or oh. the WNBA draft that was on yesterday afternoon. Well, they gave it that coveted Monday afternoon <sighs> time slot. So you know it's big ratings. Yeah, what was it? Like, I felt so three? bad. Yeah, for one it's three girl. o'clock in the afternoon. Well, I was sitting. I was sitting there visiting Medea at her bar, and we're just sitting there. And all of a sudden, one of the guys is like, "Oh my God, what the hell's on TV?" <laughs> <laughs> and I had to roll over. I'm like, "What is this?" He goes, "The roll WNBA over. draft." Were you laying down? <laughs> no, no. He I was on the other side of the bar. Just oh, roll I see. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What kind of bar no, but you some at? of the broads that were on that that draft could had to roll over. Oh man. Yeah, it was uh, scary. You guys were texting. I was uh, in the middle. Brett went out. over to the sports bra. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I, was, I was working out, and I come back, and there's 16 texts when I get in the car. I'm like, what in the hell's going on? And you two morons are going back and forth about the WNBA draft, which means not only did you find it, you stayed with it, which I'm proud oh, of. It was, proud it was of. hilarious. Oh. That was just three picks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, did Paige, did Paige but Buck, I felt bad Paige Buckers that get drafted? Is she in? Or I she couldn't go that deep. I went to about results. number six, yeah. and I felt horrible because – that's why I sent that picture over. She, I guess, was waiting too long. Oh, the one she girl had just had pit stains. Yeah, that just she was swamping out a little bit. Well, she's not used to dressing up in her Sunday best. <laughs> she has nice clothes on, and most of the time it's t-shirts and her like gigantic man shorts. Well, there was one old guy there, and he's one of them came out in a three-piece suit. Oh. And this guy's a what the hell is that? <laughs> and I'm just like Jesus. <laughs> one of them came out in a three-piece. I kid suit. you not. I got to find it. <laughs> All right, one more old fashioned, and then I'm gone. I'm gonna watch this one. Give me some old granddad on the rocks. My eyes are playing tricks on me. That lady's dressed up like a filler. What in the hell? <laughs> With the number one overall pick at three in the afternoon on a Monday, the WNBA's first draft, <laughs> Paige Buckers. And you could tell the guy that the the commentator was just miserable. Oh, well, like, I, why am I look, here? I, what did I do? I will never get the truth from him. And he plays the company line beautifully. And maybe deep down he liked it. But my friend and son's announcer, Kevin Ray, was in purgatory for years calling Mercury Game. And I tell him, I'm like, you have earned your stripes. You are. There's uh, the one. Oh, there's the one in the suit. Oh, there's wow, two of them. That's a fella. That's a, and that's, that's Chance the Rapper at the end, isn't it? Isn't <laughs> it looks like the blue. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell Kevin all the time, I'm like, that's how they know you're serious about the job is that. That that literally calling WNBA games or being part of the stuff is like shoveling for years to be a farmer. Eventually, they're going to make you drive the tractor, and you're like, finally, get out of this. This nightmare of the WNBA. And they try to make it seem like we're interested like we are in the NBA yeah. draft or the NFL draft. They get all dressed up. They make a night out of it. They just copy everything the NBA does and act like it. that's what their idea. And everything they do is unoriginal. And like, well, you're supposed to watch what we do, too. Like, we don't like you guys. You don't get it. Your sport has no fans. It does, too. No, it does not. What you wearing, player? <laughs> Man. Yeah, that's rough. But, yeah, Paige Buckers is the only one I know. And I don't know if she got drafted. She was a sophomore, so she might still be there. But I can't wait. I hope she's straight and has, like, a baby so she can become Mother Buckers out there in the court. Because that's all I'll call her. <laughs> Ma Buckers. Oh, uh, Ma she Buckers. She selected. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> oh, she was? Wait a minute. Page Page Buckers, they call her Buckets. As a sophomore, Page Buckets. Well, she got drafted last. Brady, you don't have to be very good to play in the WNBA. You just have to be okay. Won't be eligible until twenty twenty three. Oh, she can't. 
Because they're too young. They've got rules, you see. It's ridiculous. Anyway, WNBA sure is bad. Yeah, three o'clock on ESPN. Yeah. I, I thought it was on the Ocho or something. I mean, yeah. dodgeball oh. would have been <laughs> would have been dodgeball's uh, actually ranked fun. up than that. But how in the world do they agree to that? Like, we want to hold our draft, and we want to, and you are obligated to televise it because of the NBA contract saying the WNBA gets what we get. And if you don't, then you run the risk of being sexist. So ESPN's kind of like, ah, crap, we got to show it. They give a Monday afternoon. On a dead sports day. The Live N- from N- the Holodome. NBA. <laughs> Warsaw, Indiana. Yeah, the NBA is over. They got a day off. There's no NBA. Hockey's going through its thing, getting ready for its playoffs. Nah, not, nothing happened. So three in the afternoon on a Monday. So they can make room for the third game of the uh, Major League Baseball season, which means nothing. They hold the draft and they we televised your draft, ladies. Yeah, but at a rotten time. Look, you were on TV today. Shut your mouth. Go take your suit off. Settle in with a Hennessy or cognac or whatever it is you're drinking tonight. <laughs> I the, tell you, that, uh, it's hilarious. The old, the, next year, you got to watch it with some old dudes that are just what the yeah, hell? Yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> it's I'm, great. That's the only time you go to a country bar and actually relate. Yeah, <laughs> the pace is a little bit better. Yeah, they don't milk it. For no, no, no. They, there's not much yeah. to talk about. <laughs> they want to get out of there. No one knows who this is. She scored 13 points. We don't really have any scouting film on her, but. Yeah. Uh, she was a lady cock, so she's pretty good. Welcome South Carolina's newest New York Liberty or whatever. I don't even know if that's still a team. The Detroit Toxic Shock with their second selection. Yeah, terrible. So, yeah, the WNBA draft being on yesterday was awesome. There's Brady telling us stories yesterday about he asked Jerry Colangelo how to get his daughter into the WNBA. And he was like, well, here's this Tootsie Pop. See if she can get to the center in three licks or less and she can do it. <laughs> they love the licking. That's it, Brady. You have to brace yourself for your WNBA daughter if you keep asking Colangelo that kind of can stuff. Can you take a hit? Yeah. You can play girls basketball. <laughs> you get in there and you're going you're gonna to stumble into your daughter's room. She's going to be doing some things you don't want to see, friend. And I'll be writing just songs prepping, about it. Luke, just prepping for it. Luke Lucas is going to be writing songs about that one. <laughs> Luke Lucas, my friend. Luke Bogan. Luke Fesley. We're all Luke. Everybody there was Luke. Everybody there was Luke. Luke Bryan, Luke Davis, Luke Johnson. Toledo. Everybody was Luke last night. (laughs) It's my privilege to introduce to you Luke Rogers. It's like all you have to look there. You say Luke, you got it right. You got to look down and see the last name. Which Luke are you bringing up? Tons of Lukes. Anyway, uh, it's uh, 609. Yeah, I'm going to be a country music writer. Not going to be on stage ever. It's going to be the, the man behind the David the Foster. Oh, I'll be the David Foster country music because it's so easy. It's so easy. You could write one right now in your car. Get your voice memo out and start saying things that you would say to a sixth grader to try to impress them. And then anything that makes a sixth grader go, whoa, they love that. That's it. That's all you there goes do. a Waymo. <laughs> what the hell's a Waymo? Where's the driver of that car? Yeah, that, that kind of crap. Whoa. A sixth grader. That's great. It's yeah. It's, it's don't nothing clever. There goes a Waymo. Whatever you see, just <laughs> sing about it like it shocked you. That's basically country music. There goes my Waymo. There goes my Waymo. <laughs> this driver's seat of my truck ain't never gonna be no computer. Whoa, idiots! God is yeah. My you gotta wish. be slamming electric. Yeah, <laughs> crushing electric cars. You hear that, Brandon? <laughs> That's the sound of freedom. There goes my Waymo. <laughs> Idiots. Man, oh man, do I hate that stuff.
Uh, it's 610. Let's get ourselves a wake-up song, shall we? By the way, Kara has emailed again. Oh. I got a new one. She's turned the corner? Yeah, we're, I'm good. she's going to sue me. <laughs> it's 610. <laughs> Larry hates fat chicks. Kara hates blacks and has a lawyer. <laughs> Learner and row is the way. Yeah, to oh, go. no. I'll call Kevin. We'll, we'll, no lawyer's taking her He's case. already retained. Yeah, that's right. We got him. Don't worry about it. I, 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 look, I pray to Brady's God that this goes to some sort of trial. Because you've never seen a defendant smile more than me sitting on the other side listening to her complain about stuff. I, I, <laughs> I gladly spend a few nights in the can. I'd pay her a little bit just to have to go through it. Please, if there's a decent lawyer out there, take her case. She doesn't have one. No lawyer is going to do it. But it's right. right. And you're going to try to do what? What are you going to do with that lawyer there? Sue you for all you're worth. Representing all the cares. <laughs> right. Okay, care. We'll read her email next. It's very funny because it's just so pointless. I, I, that's why I'm so giddy this morning. That I'm going to be a great country music writer, like maybe the best of all time. And uh, Kara has just fired me up in a great way. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUP. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.